Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I, of course, am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month we are talking about the magic of marketing. You know, that magical pixie dust that we throw at what we do and it immediately gains us sales. Okay, it doesn't really happen that way. But as we know, talking to all our guests this month, they're trying to help us break down the ways that we can be better at marketing for ourselves or for our businesses. And my guest today, I can't wait to talk to her about a lot of things. We had a wonderful phone call a couple of weeks ago and uh, she's got her hands in so many things that are all marketing related and so amazing that we're gonna have a lot of fun. So Bobby Carlton is the founder of at least three companies, probably more, and I know she's inherited a few lately, Carlton PR and Marketing, Mass Innovation Nights and Innovation Women, which is an award-winning marketing PR and social media, and she's an award-winning marketing PR and social media professional. So Mass Innovation Nights is a social media-powered new product showcase. It's launched more than a thousand new products and has received a combined 2.1 plus billion in funding. Imagine that. And Innovation Women, which I am a part of as well, which is an online visibility bureau for entrepreneurial, technical, and innovative women. So it's a great place for us that uh, want to do some more speaking gigs. And there's also a lot of other plates that she spins, including a new adventure with a magazine too. She has way too much time on her hands. <laughs> and joining me today is Bobby Carlton. Bobby, thank you so much for joining me. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I think, I don't know when you sleep. <laughs> I have a team. I always tell people it's not just me. So there's a whole group of people working on this stuff. I know. I feel the same way, but it is fun when you have that much. And I know you have a lot of exciting things. So I just hit a couple of the highlights from your bio. Tell us a little bit more from your perspective about all the fun things that you do and how in all of them, you help people to shock their potential. Absolutely. And you know, when, uh, when you're talking about the magic of marketing, how it <laughs> magically brings people to you and they buy your product. Right and, and I was like, wait, what? Oh no. I thought she was one of the normal people. And yet she's not, I, then you, then you went down the right path and said, that's not how it works. Exactly. So I was very happy with that, but I usually tell people that, you know, I have the three jobs, the day job, the night job and the dream job. Oh, yeah. And then this summer I acquired two more companies. I haven't quite fit them into the whole job uh, aspect yet, but we'll, we'll figure that out at some point. But I think the, the overarching theme for everything I do is visibility. Mm. That visibility drives business opportunity. Yes. And every time you get a chance to, tell your story, to talk to people, to demonstrate what you know, you get 
business opportunities. And Mm -hmm. at that point, it's up to you to close those opportunities. So it's where, it's where you shift from the marketing to the sales function. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. Um, When I think about the opportunities that are presented to you and what you do with them. um, And I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you cringe because, but, but I am fixing it right now. I am fixing it right now. I'm fixing it six years too late. So I started this business six years ago. I'm fixing this way too late. Don't, don't hold this against me. Everybody listening is going to probably turn off their radios right now if they even have radios. But here's what I noticed about the opportunity. Our visibility on my website, I'm, our primary website has been increasing exponentially. And we have um, all this traffic that's generated that was never generated before. So maybe not the whole six years I've been this stupid. Well, I am because I should have been doing things six years ago. But the last year, before we started or are about to launch all these things that will capture more leads that come to our website, we had almost 26,000 people, individual users that came to our website. And I never captured one of those leads. I know. I know. <laughs> You're, not You're probably alone, done with me. Though. You're not You're probably alone. done with me. You're like, Michael, I can't even be your friend anymore. I'm so done with you. <laughs> No, 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 no. Cobbler's children. You were probably out there doing things for other people and mm-hmm. you weren't doing things yourselves. We're givers, right? <laughs> but so we need true. to give a little bit to ourselves too. <laughs> you are the second person that's made the cobbler reference today of all the people I'm interviewing for the f- podcast. So that is hilarious. And you're absolutely right. <laughs> we often go barefoot. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I have socks, but most of the time it's absolutely barefoot. (laughs) Well, and as we do this, you're, you're absolutely so right. I'm thinking about, you know, all of a sudden this year, I've gotten all this more media coverage. I'm on all these podcasts. I've been on uh, syndicated national television. I have all these great opportunities. And when all of a sudden the light bulb hit me and said, ding dong, Sherlock, uh, what are you doing with these? I went, oh boy, (laughs) practice what ye preach. Now, I would also hazard a guess that you do have a contact form or at least some way for people to contact you on your website. Yes, I do. Yes. And I actually did. We did insert a pop-up this year because right before we launched the app, we had, would you like to know about our Shock Your Potential app? And that pops up. And I had to laugh because I got on our website on my phone the other day and it popped up and I was like, oh, well, we launched the app a while ago. I guess it's time to change the (laughs) pop-up. Nice. We're getting there little by little. Pop-up is a is a lead capture. So you were doing something. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so when you um I know you acquired uh, you know, this magazine this summer also. So the other company that you acquire, is that all part of I mean, do they I know how the magazine can kind of work in here? How do yeah. all these things kind of work together and find <laughs> synergy for you? So it actually like fits together so well, you would say, oh, Bobby, this was planned. No, totally wasn't planned. (laughs) Yeah. These things like came over the transom and somebody was like, look at this shiny thing, Bobby, you would like this shiny thing, wouldn't you? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm your classic entrepreneur. It's like, you know, oh, look a squirrel, you know, and I'm off in another direction. So, you know, offering me two shiny, cool little companies over the pandemic when maybe I was feeling like I needed a little retail therapy, (laughs) not buying shoes, I might buy a company though. So the first one is called My Speaker Leads, 
And it is another speaker oriented service. It's basically a research team for people who do public speaking. So a lot of people, um, they don't know the whole process to becoming a professional speaker. And they Mm -hmm. don't realize that there's a huge amount of foundational work and setting up a sales team. And so what we're doing is basically inserting a service into that point in time where as a speaker, you go off and you research opportunities. So every week, the My Speaker Leads research team generates over 100 leads that you as a speaker get a spreadsheet. And you put it right into your little CRM system and you say out of these hundred opportunities, oh, look, there are three that are perfect for me and I'm going to follow up on them. Yes. So my speaker leads is for you. If you've got a system, if you've got a virtual assistant, if you've got a CRM and what you're doing is you're looking for somebody to kind of shortcut that research process for you. Mm-hmm. And it's 19 bucks a month. So, you know, I was just going to, I was going to say, gonna I can't be, believe I haven't signed up for this one yet because I know <laughs> I'm part of innovation women. So I just made a note for myself, get on the speaker. Uh, list. Yes. And it fits in obviously with innovation women, but Basically, I was buying data. They had a database of over 10,000 event managers. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, well, hey, you know, we want those people coming to Innovation Women to put in their calls for speakers, to directly invite our speakers. So this was a great way to just take this nice little leapfrog and hop up into the next echelon of speaking opportunities. Oh yeah. And you know, it's, it's, um, it is when you first start, um, you know, saying when you put it out there in the world, I'm going to be a speaker, <laughs> then yeah. you're like, why, why is the phone not ringing? <laughs> like I just said, I'm going to be a speaker. Shouldn't the phone be ringing all the time? It does, does not work that way. Kind of like, you know, selling a book, you know, you write a book and you're like, okay, everybody buy my book. <laughs> why are they not buying my book? <laughs> it takes <Yes>. <laughs> work. <laughs> it does take work. And I think a lot of people sign up for Innovation Women and they're like, okay, I'm done. Well, yes, there are people that get invitations off Innovation Women, Mm -hmm. but it's more what we're offering in terms of the collected calls for speakers. You know, at any given time, there's a couple hundred opportunities right there that people can apply for. Yes. And so, you know, it's, it's that part of Innovation Women that's making it easier for you as a speaker to identify opportunities that you can apply for. But in addition to that, we're also providing the promotional aspect. When one of our speakers starts speaking, like we literally have a button on your Innovation Women profile that says, promote yourself. It's, it's not just a reminder. It's actually a button that opens up a dialogue box so you can send us your new book. So you can Ah. send us your speaking opportunity. If you win an award, if you get covered in the news, all of these promote yourself opportunities are things that tell the event managers, Hey, here's somebody who knows something. Here's somebody who is somebody in their industry. You want them speaking at your event. Yes. So that promotional aspect is like, 
kind of the other end of the spectrum from the my speaker leads research. Mm-hmm. Well, and you do, and and you do have to do both. You've got to promote yourself and you've got to be able yeah. to do the work. And in fact, it's interesting. I just um, started a few weeks ago putting my uh, one of my uh, admins on uh, on working through innovation women and going through and I said look I don't have time to go through the list <laughs> I need somebody to go through the list for me and say here's the top ones that you need to uh, that you need to work on so she delivers to me a list every week of here's the ones that work and here's the deadlines for them and it's it's been fabulous it's been a lot more effective for me to try to you know nice. start to pitch and you know get back into that habit because it's not something yeah. that always somebody else can do for me. Um, if they can, I want them to do it. But if not, I have to, you know, set the t- side the time and and put it in and and do the work. And the work is what creates the result. Absolutely. And my speaker leads delivers a different kind of lead. It's not doing the calls for speakers. It's mm-hmm. actually providing the contact information for people who are running events and giving you a sense of these are organizations that have previously paid somebody to speak. So it's very much focused on the professional speaker, somebody who is making a living doing this. Mm-hmm. And Whereas hopefully the call we'll... for speakers, a lot of that stuff is, is, free. is free visibility opportunities, or it's call for speaker for a conference that may pay for a level of speaker so they may be paying for their keynotes or their featured speakers. Right. They probably are not paying for people on panels, things like that. So you have to take that all, you know, and say that's a lead that is not yet an opportunity. Right. Well, in a lot of those things, you have to make the decision, I think, about what makes best sense for your business. And, you know, a year ago prior to pandemic, you know, I, I had stopped doing a lot of those uh, free events, you know, those free uh, events because I had moved into a different stage. And now that we have shifted and so I still have my, you know, B2B for those paid speaking things because we launched our Shock Your Potential app, which goes directly to the consumer, then it's great for me to speak at a conference. Um, especially when they're, you know, so many of them are virtual right now because I can speak at a lot more and reach a whole different audience. Um, so it's really about, you know, the balance that you as a speaker, um, you know, or someone promoting your business through those venues, you know, can can choose, which is great. Great to have yeah. that option. Tell yeah, us a little absolutely. bit about Lioness. <laughs> so Lioness is the digital magazine that I bought and it is specific to female entrepreneurs. So what we're looking to do is help women along their startup journey. So they're thinking about an idea, they're thinking about getting started, they're launching a company, they're making all of those decisions that are so important as you're growing a company. What's the company structure look going to look like? Um, what are we going to have as the first employee? You know, how are we going to deliver value to our customers? All of these questions as you're getting started with the process then lead to, hey, we're launching, we're connecting. How are we selling? You know, how are we getting funded to go to the next stage? So it's Mm -hmm. really that startup journey and the information that you need to help you make decisions as a woman entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And we're also doing, after we get the information part, 
we're getting the inspiration part. So I'm interviewing these amazing women entrepreneurs who have done some incredible things. Absolutely. And it's fun. I told you, you know, last time we talked that um, I kept seeing in, in, uh, you know, the, the area where I go to check out pitches, how many things are from Lioness. And I was saying that and you're like, well, that's our magazine. I went, wait a minute. So just so you know, <laughs> I am going to submit something next week. Cause I have your thing to submit to be, you know, like, you know, part of your, part of your writing uh, go-to team if, if possible, because I oh. love it. I, I love writing for, um, uh, for uh, products like that. I, I think they are so people who follow, um, you know, periodicals, whether they're digital or they're in print still, there are still some, um, are following for a real reason. There's, there's something about, uh, the, the content, the delivery that keeps them going, especially with entrepreneurs during some of the toughest times. And I've got to admit, even though I know a lot of people who have started some businesses in the last year during the crazy pandemic, it's, um, it's even more challenging and, and can often feel very, very lonely. So having resources like that makes a huge difference. Absolutely. And I know there are tons of places where you, you Google something, you search online and you're like, okay, here's the answer to my question. And you get to one of those endlessly scrolling pages that keeps promising you the answer, but you never get there until you have to spend tens of thousands of dollars in consulting services or, or for (laughs) classes when you just wanted the answer to a question. I want Lioness to be the place where you, you Google it, you say, all right, this article is actually going to give me an answer. Yes. I want every one of our articles to give an answer. Yeah. I like that. I really agree. As you said that I could just envision, I mean, everything from trying to get to the bottom of a recipe <laughs> to <laughs> what are the top three things, mistakes you should avoid when yes. doing whatever. I'm like, just tell just me what won't. the mistake is. <laughs> The mistake is coming to this page. <laughs> the mistake is coming to this page to get this recipe, but yet I get to hear your life story. <laughs> no kidding. No. Okay, food blogger, fascinating, but I just want to know if it's a cup or a half cup of sugar, all right? Just want to know. <laughs> so true. I love it. Well, Bobby, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. Solopreneurs and small businesses often struggle to create effective digital marketing programs. It's hard to know where to start, what to prioritize, how to sift through confusing information and solutions that seem too good to be true. Agencies and full-time marketing employees are also expensive. And Marketing You is a modern marketing course with all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your business without that extra set of hands or high overhead costs. At And Marketing You, you will learn exactly what you need to do to execute a concrete marketing strategy by dedicating just two to four hours per week. And Marketing You will help you to execute strategy, messaging, content marketing, SEO, social media, paid digital advertising, and more. You'll have access to on-demand resources, live courses, group coaching sessions, community forums, and networking, plus the exact templates and tools you need for success. I took this course myself, and one of the greatest benefits we gained was learning to develop a competitive strategy that aligned our social media playbook and website to generate highly qualified leads. 
for all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your small business at a fraction of the cost of hiring a traditional agency or additional employee, go to www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. Again, that's www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. And use the code SHOCK to receive 10% off of any program. And we are back with Bobby Carlton, a woman with more businesses than she knows what to do with. <laughs> but she knows what to do when she has them. That's the key. So Bobby, um, I think it's really amazing too, because I know as we talked in the beginning, you were talking about visibility. And one of the great things about you know the various businesses that you have is especially you know you said it was a shiny object to correct you know to collect Lioness magazine for instance but what a great opportunity also to give visibility yes. you know to some of the other parts of your business to support that because as you gain visibility then you gain more opportunity absolutely and we had over 1500 new products that launched with us for innovation nights so obviously good percentage of those actually we did some research and 44% of the companies that launched the innovation nights had at least one woman founder. Wow. And I was so happy with that. And part of it was reflecting that, you know, a lot of the startup oriented events, it's, you know, it's software, 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 or hardware, or, you know, it's, it's a lot of technology, mm -hmm. but we had everything on innovation nights from medical devices to granny sauces to um, a company that made, you know, interesting leather wallets. So wow. the, the overlapping of technology, I mean, we had some impressive enterprise software and robotics tools and everything else, but layering on all of the different options, I think really gave people a view to the breadth and the depth of the Boston area innovation scene. And it brought us different kinds of entrepreneurs. If yeah. we were just looking at AI, if we were just looking at robotics, we would probably see a very uh, called limited picture mm -hmm. of entrepreneurship. But looking at everything gave us many more different kinds of entrepreneurs to talk to. That is interesting. I actually had the first opportunity, it was a year ago now, um, that I was able to, I was working with a company, I had a client who had a, a startup um, app and, in the training space. And I was invited to go with them, their CEO to pitch to angel investors and VCs. And it was the most incredible uh, thing I'd ever been to. And it was all in the tech space. But what, but what it was in the tech space was such a variety. I mean, I met a guy who was launching his 17th, I think, I don't know, video game. He's like, I've made already so much money. Don't ask me. He goes, I just can't get out of it. I just, <laughs> I just love doing it. You know, met um, these people that uh, launched a really unique um, kind of a security system for your home that had some real differences from anything that, you know, we'd seen. Saw things about monitoring, you know, health and health monitoring that, you know, were really unique. And I remember sitting back going, wow, there, I mean, I'm just seeing one small portion of these of in one small sector, what is going on out there in the world? So what made you get involved in, in Innovation Nights? Oh, 
was working with a startup that ran out of money in 2008. And at that time, social media was young. You know, we mm. had no idea what the potential was. And I thought that, you know, it should be used as a real marketing tool, not a toy, not something for kids. <laughs> and, you know, I've been in PR for <clears throat> many years. Let's just call it many years. And <laughs> Social media was so interesting to me. And I said, you know, what if we can completely bypass the traditional gatekeepers, mm -hmm. the media, and go directly to the consumer ourselves? And at the time, I'd been on the board of a, a museum that was <laughs> super hard to find. You know, you, you had to park behind the movie theater and cross a oh footpath and go down <laughs> a, you know, a, um, a dirt path to, you know, don't forget your breadcrumbs. Yes, exactly. And I was like, well, what if we bring people to the museum and bring people who are running around with smartphones and taking pictures and, um, tweeting and people are like, what's tweeting? I'm like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're going to tweet and we're going to have a meeting of all these people who are on social media. We're going to bring them here. Why would they come here? Well, you guys are the birthplace of American industry. So, you know, they used to do innovation days where they would drag out yeah. typewriters and printing presses. Oh, geez. And I'm like, well, let's do innovation nights instead. Go. And we can have cocktails. <laughs> Can have cocktails. Yes. Well, actually the first events we had nothing. I'm like, I think I paid for a couple of cases of bottled water because mm, I was unemployed. <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, and it's like, Hey, there's this bar across the street. Let's go there afterwards. After party. <laughs> You're all on your own. I'm not buying. <laughs> so we did this first event and like 200 people showed up and 10 nice. new products and and everybody's like, okay, I'll see you next month. And I'm like, sure, uh, okay. <laughs> nice. So, you know, 130 something events later. Wow. You know, lots and lots of products had launched with our little roaming event. And uh, we were very nomadic after a while. And we moved around, bringing visibility wherever we went. And it's a thing. Very cool. Sounds like you could take that road, that show on the road. Yes, I would very much <laughs> like to. Hey, do you want innovation nights in your city? There you go. All you have to do is reach out to Bobby Carlton. <laughs> so Bobby, our theme for the month, as I alluded to, was magic of marketing. As we know, there is no magic pixie desk that turns everything into great leads for us. But I do think that um, with all my experts this month, we're just having great conversations about what people can do to control and help boost what their marketing efforts are. So what are some of your top tips that you can share with my listeners and viewers? Absolutely. I have this whole theory of what I call crowd promoting. You know, you've probably heard of crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. Well, I prefer crowd promoting. Right. And I think what um, the easiest way to describe it is activating your community of supporters. You know, everybody has connections, but not everybody really activates those connections. What you have to do to activate them is figure out what you can tell them is in it for them. Mm -hmm. So when we started Innovation Nights, 
we had to say to the audience, you're not just showing up here to promote local companies and help local startups. You're helping to build a community that helps each other. Uh, So if you're showing up and you're a social media person, well, you get great content. You get awesome uh, technology that you can write about and look at those cool new products that you get to post pictures of and we'll cross promote each other. And when you share something about one of the companies you see here, we'll share it too. And you get more followers. And so as we started to kind of build out this whole ecosystem, I was really careful to make sure that everybody got a win out of it. So over time, different big companies hosted us and they would say, come bring your innovation nights over here. Absolutely. And when we would go and invade one of these companies, you know, it was an opportunity for those companies to hire interesting people and to perhaps Mm. acquire some of those cool companies and get more visibility for themselves as a great employer and a great member of the community. So the startups win, the big companies win, the community wins, and every Mm -hmm. one of those little companies that grew up to be a big company, they were hiring people and they were buying services. So what you were doing was really building a community. So I think when I think about marketing magic, it's how can we build a community that supports each other? I love it. I love it. And that's so important. I, as you were talking, I was thinking about how at one point in time, you know, we were, you know, we're trying to hit different milestones with our YouTube channel. Yeah. And so I finally, I was like, I haven't even asked my just Facebook friends, you know, I mean, I've been promoting it all this. So <laughs> To all my Facebook friends, I said, look, some of you guys follow what I do. Some of you don't. I don't, I don't care. It's okay. You don't have to like it or whatever, but I would just really appreciate it. If all of you, at least for one day could go and subscribe to my YouTube channel, because I need to get to 300. So we hit the new algorithm and everybody's like, you have a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, Wow, I have not even inspired my people that are my friends or family for life. I've totally missed an opportunity here. You know what? I I think that's um endemic to women. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we do these things and we say when I do an awesome thing, people will notice. Yes. And not necessarily, you know, I, I've been running innovation nights in the Boston market for 11 years, Mm -hmm. right? 1500 companies have come through the program and every once in a while I'll run across somebody like with my other hat on with my Mm -hmm. PR and marketing hat on, or my innovation women hat on, and they will only know me through innovation nights. Yeah. And I cannot tell you the number of times that one of those companies has said something to me along the lines of this, wait a minute, you run a PR firm. We just hired a PR firm, you know, thanks. That makes me feel awesome. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for letting me know. Maybe you could have let me know before you hired another PR firm. Could have just had a conversation. (laughs) Which just tells us sometimes our visibility isn't visible enough. (laughs) 
<laughs> yep. And and I, and people are like, everybody knows you. I'm like, no, a lot of people know one aspect of me. Right. That's they know very one true. thing about me and that's all they have room in their heads for. And I yeah. totally get that. You know, yeah. there's a lot going on in the world. And unless you are in front of people over and over and over and over again, they are not paying attention because they got their own stuff going on. And sometimes to your point, if you're in front of them over and over and over again, but they only see you through one lens, they don't know the whole picture, That's which right. comes back to communication and making sure your visibility and your message align so that you actually stand out. Branding. We're both learning a few things. Branding. And, <laughs> and maybe perhaps capture their leads on your website. So yes. with <laughs> So you can send them reminders of you existing. <laughs> In fact, this fall was the first time we started with a newsletter and we just sent out a couple just to test it. And then I had somebody go, you know, I only got two of your newsletters. Did they just like uh, go into my spam? I go, no, we stopped after two because we're reformatting. They're like, that was not smart. I said, okay. <laughs> we're, tr we're trying a lot of things. Now we forgive know what yourself. the plan is. Yeah, forgive yourself <laughs> and plan ahead. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Bobby, we could talk forever. I know we're going to have all your contact information on the show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, because they can't wait to learn everything you do, what's the best way for them to reach you? I'm still a Twitter girl. So Bobby C, B-O-B-B-I-E-C on Twitter is probably the very easiest. But I also tell people, Google me because boy, am I a Google bull. <laughs> I am Googleable. That might be the, the uh, title of your show, your uh, show notes now or your show title. <laughs> Bobby, thank you. So before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? I'm going to say something that I say to a lot of people. Speak out. When someone asks you to do a podcast, speak at a conference, whatever it is, say yes, and then figure out what you're going to say. Amen to that sister. Thank you so much. Great advice. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on my podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.